All right, you guys, I'm really excited. I'm going to be recapping episode two and three of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season nine. Listen, I know what you're thinking. Why are you doing them together? But listen, guys, there was a lot of things that happened between the both episodes, and I really felt strongly that they kind of merged together. They should have probably been one longer episode, in my opinion. So I can't wait to recap it. I'm giving you all the dirt. I'm bringing you up to speed. Let's do this. You are listening to Giorgio Armani's podcast. guys i wanted to take a second and talk to you about a really cool sponsor for this episode that i'm about to recap for you guys it's happy plugs um we all wear headphones right i don't know about you guys but when i travel headphones are essential because i need to tune out i want to get through the flight i want to make it there safely or if you're taking public transit when i lived in new york i wore headphones every day it was like just as essential as having my wallet Happy Plugs is a really, really cool brand of earplugs. It's really simple. It's really sleek. It's a really fun brand. Um, The founder, Andreas Vural, um, actually came up with this idea when he was out looking for um, colorful headphones for his girlfriend. Um, And I guess there wasn't a lot of options around. So he's come up with cool technique to... Uh, make something that is well-designed, but of course affordable, and it really works well, and the quality of the sound's amazing, and you know, I'm a huge fan of accessories. You guys know me. If you follow me on Instagram, um, at Giorgio, not Armani, if you're not following me, follow me. I'm big into fashion. I love accessories, and Happy Plugs is a perfect way to accessorize you guys, like, just like anything, this can change your whole entire look. So I'm really, really excited because my friends over at Happy Plugs are going to offer 20% off your order when you use the code HP as in Paul Giorgio20 at checkout. Once again, that code is HP Giorgio20. You're going to go to happyplugs.com. You're going to pick out a cute pair of earplugs to listen to your jams or to listen to this podcast and at checkout you're going to put in the code section you're going to put HP Giorgio 20 and that's going to take 20% off your total you're welcome and thanks to Happy Plugs for sponsoring this episode The game of life, it's Rena Take All. Most people talk about their fantasies. I'm living mine. In business and in life, I wear many hats and hairstyles. You can stab me in the back, but whilst you're there, kiss my ass. I'm not afraid of hard work, but I'll never do your dirty work. My problem with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier. In Beverly Hills, the truth always has a way of rising to the top. All right, you guys. Those were the official Season 9 Real Housewives of Beverly Hills taglines. I have mixed emotions about these taglines, only because I was expecting them to be a little bit more um, telling 
for some of the cast members. But, you know, we'll take it. You know, I did enjoy Lisa Rinna's. Um, I enjoyed Erica Jane's. I definitely um, enjoyed uh, Teddy Mellencamp's. Um, hers, I felt, was the most telling as to what her storyline in all of this is going to be. Um, obviously, Lisa Vanderpump, um, she had a very snarky little uh, tagline. I think that's probably, you know, pretty much how she feels at this point. <laughs> um, and then who else do we have? We have our newcomer. Newcomer. Mm, okay. Uh, newcomer, Denise Richards. Uh, you know, I'll I'll have to say, Denise, I thought was going to have a more, I don't know. It was good. You know what? Never mind. It was good. I thought, you know, it was fitting just because she knew that this probably is going to be about her having to, like, unleash all the stuff. People are going to ask her questions about Charlie Sheen. So, you know, like... I'm sure she played that up a little bit and did her best uh, as a newcomer, but she, uh, her tagline was pretty good, I have to say. Um, but uh, I feel like, did I leave anyone out? Oh, shit, Kyle. But you know what? I have something to say. Kyle, I love you. You are my favorite housewife outside of Lisa Renna, and Lisa Renna doesn't count because I feel like I'm a Lisa Renna, and I. I have to just be really honest here. I feel like she just really uses the same tagline every season. I mean, they all consist of either this town or Beverly Hills. And it's just like, wow, okay, can we get something different from her? Like, I kind of wanted hers to be a little bit more, like, fiery or, like, I just want her to go, like, outside of her, like, element with these taglines because I feel like she's stuck in a comfortable place. So, Kyle, if you ever listen to this podcast ever or anyone that knows Kyle, just let her know I love her and I don't mean any harm. I'm just being honest. So, uh, anyways, you guys, so I'm going to actually be breaking down and recapping episode two and Three. Um, I didn't feel like episode two had way too much in there, and I really also felt like they kind of meshed into one episode for me. So I'm going to recap episode two and three uh, kind of in one, just because I feel like they kind of all seamlessly kind of flowed together. Um, and I almost feel like if the producers had their way and there, there could have been a way to make this episode longer, they would have just to kind of bring everyone up to speed and get the drama going, which I'm really, really excited that this is kind of unfolding quickly because that really means that this whole season is not going to be about the dog. Uh, I've been reading online. It's, you know, people are like, oh, this whole season's just going to be about this dog. And it's like, no, I think that this is where it starts. But I think ultimately there's going to be other issues within the dynamics within this group because we have to remember two months into this filming when they have that altercation at Villa Rosa with Kyle, Lisa, and Ken. Lisa Vanderpump stops filming after that. So there has to be more going on than just the dog. So episode two, we have the ladies. We're pretty much kind of still catching up. Uh, we get a little bit more of Lisa Renna. I loved uh, the scene of the ladies going to lunch. It was Dorit, Erica Jane, and Lisa Renna. And I mean, I have to say, they all looked great and they were all representing a different decade, which, you know, Erica Jane always brings it with her 
her squad, her glam squad, her stylist. She just embodies exactly what a fantasy lifestyle would be. I mean, she 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 rocks different looks. She's versatile. She's not afraid to put herself out there. So I think she's a very, very good fit. And I'm hopeful that she kind of opens up a little bit more and kind of shows herself a little bit more and lets us in a little bit more. And I want to kind of see her dynamics with people and where she's going to kind of fit into all this because it seems like her relationships with uh, Dorit and Teddy have changed, but what hasn't really been uh, shifting in a positive way is her relationship with Lisa Vanderpump because she's kind of always had a side eye towards her. And I think Lisa Vanderpump knows that, and I think she's been trying to get Erica Jane on her side so that she could also try to manipulate her which I'll get into a little bit later. But I thought it was great. The all three were at lunch. And I really thought it was funny that Erica Jane ordered a beer and she said anything that's in a bottle. And it was just like so cool. It's just like one of those moments where it doesn't matter how glamorous she is or like what she does or what her music videos are. It's like deep down, like she's like, she's like, she could hang, you know, like she can hang. She can grab a beer with the guys. Like you can tell like she could hang with the guys. She's totally cool. She's that girl, you know? And I, I, I just fucking love that about her because it's just like she just embodies all this confidence. Whether or not she has her insecurities, which I'm sure she does like everyone else, it's just the fact that she puts herself out there with her fashion, with the hair and the makeup and the music and the the like the visuals I just I really like it's 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 inspiring so um and clearly I think it's it's definitely inspired the other ladies in the group to step their game up in terms of their fashion because it's like I mean you can't show up to dinner because you know Erica Jane's gonna come on she's spot on with the looks um it's I don't think there's actually been a look where I've been like not a fan of it but uh I like that she's playful. I like that she takes the risk, and I like that she has fun with it. Uh, speaking of which, Lisa Renna admitted to uh, hiring a stylist uh, for this season, so that's cool. I mean, she always dressed amazingly, you know, in my eyes. But then again, I love her, so you know, I think she rocks. She rocks a very specific look for her. You know, first of all, she's she's so fit and she looks fucking amazing she's not aged at all um but she looks great and you know she's hired a stylist so you know everyone's you know Dorit's also like stepped up you know her game too because when she first came on she was a little bit more you know type a about you know formal being formal and she wouldn't play outside the box and now it's like she's got this crazy curly hair and she's you know mixing and matching and like following these trends and it's like I think it's cool I think that Erica kind of inspired that within the group uh so but anyways going forward you know we we kind of catch up to speed you know to read let's you know Lisa Renna know about the burglary and all that. And Lisa Rinna still doesn't know about the dog situation. It hasn't come up to her yet. So, you know, the whole thing here is that uh, I was kind of waiting to see where Lisa Rinna was going to fit in in all this. But uh, Erica Jane already knew because they obviously had that conversation where Dorit told her about the situation with the dog biting PK and 
how the woman she thought was a good fit for the dog, but the dog ended up at a shelter and then it alerted Vanderpump Dogs, and that's what's created this whole situation. But Lisa Renna has no clue. And I think, you know, at that point, I think she also knew not to say anything to Lisa Renna because Lisa Renna, I love her, but she would have spoke up. She would have said something. She would have asked the question. She would have brought it up. So I think Dorit was also playing it safe and just giving Lisa Renna that piece of information about the burglary and just leaving it at that and then just kind of shifting it into like a direction where you know we get into our first official trip of the season so Dorit kind of you know puts it out there that she's kind of ready for a a trip um and she wants to you know get away with the girls and kind of just almost like start fresh for the season like you know basically like we just started filming let's get let's go somewhere amazing let's have fun, let's get it all, all, you know, the issues or whatever, let's squash all the stuff so we can all just move on in a positive way. Well, we always hear that, they always do that, they're like, oh, let's go on this trip, let's do this, it's like, anyways, but, you know, so it ends up being that Dorit suggests that maybe they go to the Bahamas because her sister had just come back from this beautiful resort, um, in the Bahamas, and they, they, you know, they basically, like, kind of call call the shot on it, and, and they're all on board. So now what ends up happening, which is, this is new for, I think, this show, is that they did this whole, like, thing where, like, <clears throat> they ping everyone with the text message and, like, talking about, like, bringing, you know, inviting everybody, and, and then you have this conversation with PK and Dorit where you know PK basically is like well you're not going to invite everyone on this trip like meaning like you're not going to invite Teddy Mellencamp because again they've had their issue so why would you invite someone that you don't really get along with on this girls trip but Dorit seemed like she was ready to move forward based on the fact that their kids had gotten along and I think that like I had said on the last episode like I think that opens up a different dynamic between the two of them and it gets them to just have more context around what their common ground is which is their kids and I think that is something that is going to help grow their you know their friendship uh hopefully so you know it's kind of cool to see that she's shifting in that direction and then on top of it we get to see this like super glamorous like lead up to the Bahamas trip and it's starting to get very you know we're inching up to the the whole dog situation we know it's going to come up again um but you know Lisa Vanderpump is kind of questioning whether or not she should even go because she doesn't know if she can emotionally deal with it maybe it's not a good idea but then in her mind, maybe it would be a great to get away and, like, just kind of, like, have a good time, be in a relaxing setting, or so she thinks. Um, and plus, she'd already skipped out on the, you know, the, the baking class that the girls were in because she just felt like she was emotionally drained, didn't feel like being there. And my thought on the reason why she didn't go to that pastry baking class where the girls were making the chocolate hearts 
with all the fun toppings that you break with the little like wooden hammer, um, which I'm gonna get into that little fun scene. But I just want to point out that Lisa Vanderpump claimed that she didn't go because she was emotionally depleted. However, I feel like at that point, what she was doing was she wanted to not be in that scene because she was hoping that Teddy and Dorit would say something. Uh, the dog would come up without her being there. That was what I think. That's what I actually really believe is the reason why she didn't go. Because then it would further her agenda on the fact that she's innocent and she didn't bring, she's not the reason for all of this. So I thought that was very strategic on her part because, you know, why wouldn't you go? Like, you've been filming. We, we know you've already filmed three months of Vanderpump Rules prior to the, you know, Real Housewives showing or taping. Um, so why all of a sudden are you just not going to show up to something that's supposed to be light and fun? But you've already planted seeds so it makes sense why you just stepped this one out because it makes more sense long term for your strategy and storyline. Well, we get to the, you know, we, you know, looking back at that pastry class, it seemed like it was a really fun time. The girls actually didn't have any altercations. It was actually one of the first scenes where nothing, you know, heavy came up or no drama started or anything like that. Like, I thought it was really hilarious. We got to see more of Denise Richards. She's, you know, starting to, like, come through a little bit more. And I feel like, actually, you know, she's kind of, like, watching them like we are watching the show sometimes. And I feel like she, I mean, I feel like she's a little lost still. And that's to be expected because she is walking into a group of women that have some history and there's some newbies that are figuring out who certain people are and she's just new so she's just there she's just looking for a fucking snack and I love the fucking way that she talks because she's just so down to earth and she's such a like down I don't know she just she's another cool chick but she's like gorgeous but the bitch likes to eat and I like, I like my fucking snacks too, Denise Richards, if you're listening. We have that in common. Snacks. Yeah, I need, I am a, I'm a fucking snacker. Snacker. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just, I think she's hilarious. Um, wait, I just have to sidebar for a second because if you guys don't know this, you have to look it up. And I still, I don't think I can even find the first season promo for it because that one was the best. Um, but if anybody, if any of you guys can find it, please let me know where it is because I love it. But for all of you who don't know, Denise Richards was on a reality show on E! Like, I think like 10 years ago. Um, and it was right after she had allegedly like had, like, an affair with Heather Locklear's uh, husband, and I can't think of the guy, but he was in a band or whatnot. But anyways, she was on a reality show, and it was called It's Complicated. So she was different on that show, and it, it did not go past... She had, like, a second season, but it was, like, it was terrible. But, like, this, I feel like she's in a better place. She, you know, her kids are a little bit older, and I I really liked that 
you know, she was able to connect with the ladies at this, like, low-key, like, fun event because, you know, it's it's a good way for her to kind of start to get to know everybody. So, and it was cool because it, it already looks like Erica Jane is, like, definitely, like, a Denise Richards fan, obviously, because she's, like, down for that type of shit. Like, she's down for everything that Denise Richards as a brand is. And when I say brand, I mean, like, all her sexy, like, bikini shoots and, like, all the the, the movies and being a Bond girl and, like, just being this, like, sex pot. Erica, obviously, like, loves that. So, you know, I thought that was really cool that Denise Richards is open enough and, like, when Erica's, like, you know, thinking about her having sex with Aaron, Denise Richards' boyfriend, is, like, up there with her favorite porn. And it's, like, Denise Richards is, like, well, you know, she's flattered and it's a turn-on that she thinks about it. So it's, like, okay, so she... she I feel like we're going to get a lot more than I bargained for because, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know... I didn't think that there was going to be much from her other than the fact that she's Denise Richards and she's just there. And obviously she has an authentic friendship with Lisa Renna, so it's not like they just threw her in there. But I feel like we are going to get a little bit more of that Denise Richards that can be fiery because I know she's an honest person. I know she doesn't, you know, she doesn't bullshit. So if she has something to say, she'll say it. So, I really liked the scene of us, like, getting to know how she met Aaron and, like, I thought it was funny that she, like, basically, like, screwed him on the first date. Um, But I think they look good together. I think they look happy. And I also thought it was really funny that her and Lisa Rinna have more of a connection than just, like, the Charlie Sheen thing and then, you know, being on Melrose Place together. So if that wasn't enough to connect them, then you have the fact that Denise Richards' boyfriend, Aaron, is still legally married to Nicolette Sheridan. And Nicolette Sheridan used to be married to Harry Hamlin for, I think it was 11 months. And so that's the connection there. So Denise Richards is waiting for Aaron's divorce to come through so that they can get married. So, and the story is funny with the the way that Lisa Renna, like, talks about it because it's like, you know, she doesn't give a shit. Like, she's just throwing, the, she's throwing that story out there. But she's connected to it in in a way. So she feels like she can speak on it and I think it's hilarious because she doesn't give a shit um but the fact of the matter is is that you know the way that Harry Hamlin and Nicolette Sheridan you know separated was because in Lisa Renna's words she went to a Michael Bolton concert and never came home that means she went to a fucking Michael Bolton concert, like, got, and if you guys don't know who that is, Google Michael Bolton, for all you younger listeners that may not know, but, like, all my listeners that know who that is know exactly what I'm talking about, that ponytail, but Nicolette Sheridan, like, she wanted it, and she went for it, and she never came back, so, and Lisa Renna thinks 
Michael Bolton all the time. She even says that as she ran into him and she got on her knees and she praised him and she she thanked him. So that was a fun scene. I thought that was hilarious and I thought everyone like got along really well and we got to see a little bit more of Denise and then Denise Richards had like a, a cool scene at home. Like it looked like Aaron was like barbecuing um, and we got to know a little bit more about the dynamic of, you know, the adopted daughter Eloise and we know she has like um I know she's got special needs um so she kind of she kind of just was open about it and I really I thought it was refreshing she like was honest and you know said she adopted her as a single mom um and that you know for the longest time people reported that you know Eloise was a, a baby that was made between Charlie Sheen and, and a prostitute which she says was not true so I think going back to her tagline, I think she's going through and she's going to kind of give us more insight to what the the press has put out there that she has never spoke on. Um, but I thought it was cool that her and her daughter had like a real moment where it was like daughter was like, well, what happens if I get asked to homecoming? And she's like, well, you're going to say no because you're not allowed to date until you're 16. And then in her interviews, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm only going off of what I was you know, raised like, and that's how my parents treated me. And then she had an epiphany and was just like, but then I ended up going the opposite direction, obviously. So that was funny because she had like a realization. So I liked that she was real. And I liked that her house in Malibu wasn't massive. Like it's right under 4,000 square feet, but it's on the beach and it's perfect. And it's, it's so her, like when you see her, you're like, Oh, this, this is where you should live. Like I wouldn't picture her living in some big overstated, like, gaudy mansion you know so I really enjoy her dynamic on the show I think she'll get along with most of the women at least right now um but who knows there's obviously some more to come um later in the season it's still very early we're only in episode uh two and three (laughs) as I'm recapping um but speaking you know still on episode two we're we're you know we're getting to the point of the lead up to the Bahamas trip and I feel like we're gonna start to see things kind of unfold once we get to the Bahamas but unfortunately we didn't get to that place uh just yet only because you know obviously the episode is gonna lead up to that point and then kind of just drop it off and we have to wait till episode three, which I'm going to go right into. But, you know, it it looks really cool. Everyone's kind of just getting ready and it looks, you know, fun. They got a private jet. Dorit put a lot of work into planning it, making sure everything was nice. And on the plane, it was just like fun. And, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, you know, obviously ends up coming so she's on the plane and you know Dorit basically is letting her know that they have this like massive presidential size suite and that they're going to be like sharing the room and you know Lisa kind of pokes fun at her and just kind of like I don't I don't want to do that um and so it kind of starts in that direction where you start to see that yes it was a joke she was trying to make a you know a jab at her in a funny way, but we all know that Lisa is pissed off at Dorit. So she's also like doing that to like punish her 
in her own little way. So that's interesting because it's like they're going to be sharing a room. I don't know how big the room is, but well, actually, I do know how big the room is because I watched episode three. But at the time, I was thinking when I was watching it, I didn't know, like, I was like, are they going to be, like, in rooms that are, like, connected by a door? And so, like, they're really going to just be, or are they going to be in, like, one big room that's going to have, like, two king-size beds and, like, whatever? But then they, you know, the girls get there, and it's it's a beautiful resort. Um, And when they get to their, they're, like, presidential suite or whatever it's it's literally like an it's like an apartment really so it's like two actually two apartments and like a big terrace and like it was absolutely gorgeous um and it was just it was just funny because then there was like cocktail hour on the terrace when the girls get there and now I'm like now I'm in episode I think I'm in you know I think I'm in this point where I'm like Okay, the girls are coming in. We're going to start to get to the bottom of this. Lisa Vanderpump's here. We know we don't have her for too much of the season as it is. So it's like, okay, we have to get as much camera time with her as possible. So, you know, having her there, talking to Kyle on the terrace about her brother dying and, like, how life is short. And then Kyle opening up about her relationship with Kathy it was just very, like, it was a good moment, I felt like. It was an honest moment between the two of them. And then you have Lisa Renna come over, and then everyone abruptly stops talking, and it's just very clear that there's something going on, because... And I don't think Kyle did it to be, like, shady or to throw it out there. I think she was just, like, making a joke, and I think she just realized that, like, there's just no way around this. Like, there's people having side conversations about this, and it's going to be hard to not keep this a secret from Dorit at a certain point in this trip. She just, I just feel like she knows that. So I think she was just trying to slightly throw it out there because she wanted it to just be known and just so that everyone gets it off their chest. Because I think that's also again, what Dorit wanted this trip to be as well, is just so people can, like, move past their their little issues with each other so we can, like, move on and, and move in a positive direction. So, it was really interesting that they didn't actually come out and tell Lisa Rinna at that, at that point, but Lisa Rinna was just very, like, you know, she knew by the end of it that it had something to do with Dorit, but, like, Kyle already alluded that maybe she was allergic to dogs as well. Like, that was that was a little jab. But it was to also be like, yeah, like, there's obviously an issue there. There's an elephant in the room that no one's talking about. So I think that was also interesting because now Lisa Vanderpump is also now being even more like, oh, no, please don't do this. Do not talk about it. I'm not bringing it up. I don't want to discuss it. You know, and... It just doesn't make any sense. Like, the the whole thing is just starting to get, like, a little strange that she's not showing any... She's not even, like, showing any, like, real emotional anything about it. She's just kind of just making little puns and jabs at, at Dorit here and there. 
and moving on. She's just pretending as if nothing's going on, and there you have it. So then they, you know, show the girls sitting down across the way on the terrace, and they all seem like they're having a great time. They're all chit-chatting. Everyone looked great. I thought it was funny that Denise Richards showed up, and she was wearing, which I thought she looked cute. I thought she looked like any woman that was on vacation in the Bahamas at a beautiful resort like that. I feel like that would be something that one would wear. But again, these ladies, they take it up like 20 notches. Uh, And so, you know, casual does not mean casual. Like, casual means, like, black tie, like, gowns and, like, caftans and drapes and earrings and Chanel and everything. So... I'll be interested to see if that changes through the course of the season with Denise Richards, but um, I don't I don't mind her style. I actually think it if it suits her, and I think she's she glams it up when she needs to, and I think she when she doesn't have to, she doesn't. Um, but you know, it was nice to see the girls getting along for the most part. Nothing so far is is getting out of hand, and then you know as we start to let this play out we get to you know a fun scene of the girls you know getting ready to go to the beach they all head to the beach they're all hanging out and then they're all in the water and Lisa and Denise go off for a massage and it was a kind of a cool moment they got to share um you know how they both adopted and that you know they had that connection so they they had that little moment together um and this is why in my last episode when i said that i have a feeling that you know once she, you know lisa vanderpump stops filming with with the girls as a group i do think she's going to have scenes with denise richards one on one i do think she is going to have i mean i i really i'll be very shocked if that isn't the case Um, because I know that she's going to try to build an alliance because I don't think that she's not going to not come back next season. Um, But anyhow, so the rest of the girls are on the the beach. Um, Lisa Vanderpump's, you know, not in the water with the girls. She's staying out of the sun, and, you know, she has her big hat on and her big drapey, you know, caftan and being like a mom and kind of then, you know, tells everyone it's time to come over and, and have food like it's time to eat you know so they all go and everything you know looks amazing and then Lisa Renna basically is being Lisa Renna and says all right guys let's let's put it all out there like let's talk about what everyone's issues are and like let's let's do what we came here to do I mean like you know so off the bat we 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 have Lisa Renna. She's like, she's ready to go. And she's like, she says in her interview, like she came to the table and she's ready to play. Like, here we are. We're, we're like, we're on this trip. The trip's about to be over and nobody said anything about anything. Clearly there's something going on. Let's get it out on the table. So everyone goes around and it first starts off with Camille. And I, I, I mean, I adore Camille. I mean, like I said, she's a friend of mine. And I think she has been such a good fill-in for this this franchise. And I adore 
her to pieces and I wish sometimes that she would just come on and just be a full-time housewife and I'm, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with Bravo or it has anything to do with Camille maybe she's still trying to figure it out she really won't she won't say either way she just kind of sways back and forth with you know because I mean she did film a lot this season and she even said that when she was here for her cancer walk in November when we were together last so you know she even said like this is this is going to be a fully packed explosive season it's not just what it's not what you think it is about or it's not going to be just one thing there's a couple different things so you know that was also before uh the fires took over her home and like she lost all that stuff so this was right after her and david got married but anyhow um you know, so Camille starts off by telling Dorit, like, you know, you know, we didn't have a good situation last year when you basically called me a see you next Tuesday. And she didn't appreciate that. But she said that she's willing to move on and they have moved on. And this was an amazing trip that she put together. And then, you know, everyone kind of moved around and said what it was or if there was anything or they were giving praise to Dorit for putting the trip together. And then when it got to Lisa Vanderpump, it was, she basically called Erica Jane out for not doing more than sending a card with her condolences. And I understand why Erica Jane did that and didn't make a phone call or didn't make a visit or any of that, because I I know that she is a genuine person and she's not going to be phony. I also think she wanted to not get looped in on anything shady when it comes to Lisa Vanderpump because she she doesn't you can just tell she doesn't trust her. So I think her sending the card was the safest thing. It was the most respectful thing to do. And at the end of the day, if someone sends you a card, whether it's a card or it's flowers, the fact that someone took time out to write something and it, it was a handwritten card. I don't, like, that's where I was like, okay, now Lisa Vanderpump is really trying to start other things here. Now she's trying to bring Erica into it, make her look bad. Because she had already talked to Kyle about it separately, about how the fact that she didn't really, she didn't really reach out to her when her brother passed. So now you have her telling Erica the card really wasn't enough. Like, you should have done more, and I thought we were closer than that. Why didn't you call? And instantly in my mind when she said that, my first thought was, she wants Erica to be comfortable enough to call and be on the phone with her so that Lisa can tell her things and put things in her ear and manipulate her. And not to say that Erica is someone that can be easily manipulated. I'm just saying that it's very interesting that she lets that go and that's what her issue is so instantly obviously Erica takes offense to it clearly she's upset clearly she's going to defend herself as Erica does and then Lisa Vanderpump pulls the the emotional card and listen I get it like it's sad she lost her brother but this is also like She's she's up and down emotionally, and I think she's losing track of what she's actually doing this season. 
because she's just trying to like start stuff outside of things or throw things out there to create a perception of something. And then later you see that Erica Jane took a picture of the card because she obviously knew that she was dealing with what she called a slippery person. So she was basically keeping receipts. So I don't know what that says about the intent behind sending the card. I mean, if you're going to send it and take a picture of it, does that does that mean that you actually had... Did you mean what you said on the card? Did you mean the whole, like, gesture? If I mean, t- in my opinion, if I'm going to do that and take a picture of it, that means I'm holding on to that for, for a reason. It's insurance. So thought that was interesting on Erica's part. Um, and then we see the girls going to dinner. And this is where, you guys, it starts to get, like, real. You have Kyle. When Dorit... First of all, first of all, sorry, I need to go back a little bit. Because we get the girls eating breakfast. And we have Kyle, Lisa, Renna, and then we have Teddy. And they're all in the hotel room. They're having breakfast together. And Lisa Renna finally just goes, what the hell is going on? What is this big secret? What's the issue with Dorit? What's happening? Like she wants the like she wants to get to the the bottom of it. So Kyle tells her, and Teddy fills her in on when they went to Vanderpump Dogs and this that and the other, and instantly it's like Lisa basically like read my mind because I in my last episode I kind of I kind of dived into this a little bit. It's like. She purposely did that, obviously. Like, she purposely planted those seeds because she knew both of those people had issues with Dorit last season, so she set them up. And Lisa Rinna says it exactly like that. It's a setup. So now you got Lisa Rinna all fired up because Lisa Rinna's been in this position before. So she's she's ready to just call it out. I can once Once you've given her that kind of information... First of all, she she already knows that Lisa Vanderpump is manipulative. But now she sees that it's it's become it's become apparent that she's utilizing the new girl because you have to remember Teddy's new and Lisa's an Lisa Vanderpump's an OG. So, you know, of course, you know, Teddy's getting sucked into this because she doesn't she doesn't want to piss anybody off. She's definitely not going to try to piss Lisa Vanderpump off. But now they look like fools because now they've been dragged into something that they shouldn't have been dragged into because it should have just been a private matter to begin with. But Lisa Vanderpump is not trying to be the 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 bad guy. So she'll let them do the, their dirty work. That's how Dorito will get punished. Which is why I go back to my theory about why she didn't go to that pastry cooking class. Because it was just, she was hopeful that something would have already brewed between these ladies. Someone would have said something, or it would have spread, or someone would have had an issue. She wanted to punish Dorit. She didn't want to do it herself, so she got her employees to do it. And I'm sorry, her employee and her partner. And I think it's interesting, 
now that Lisa Renna has this information, Lisa Renna is not going to let this one die out. She's she I absolutely know that she has been on interviews. She has tweeted. She is even before the season started. She's been calling Lisa Vanderpump out, and I know she thinks that and and she probably does get special treatment. I'm sure she does, and I'm sure that's angering. So anything that Lisa Renna finds out that. Lisa Vanderpump's doing that's shady and like manipulative and conniving and like anything to do with the setup she's ready to come at you full force so then we cut to the ladies all going to dinner and I think when Dorit and Lisa Renna go to the bathroom Kyle tells Kyle tells Lisa that she's uncomfortable with the fact that there's been so many side conversations about this dog situation with Dorit and 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 all the like all the side conversations that have been happening I guess during the trip and leading up to the trip. And this is where I'm like, okay, now Kyle's really trying to like open this up. Which I think is interesting because I feel like before that dinner you have to remember, Kyle and Teddy are very close now. They're friends. So there's there's no way in hell that they didn't come together and say, okay, guys, tonight at this dinner, I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna find a way to bring it up. And we're gonna get we're gonna start to make this, we're gonna try to get her to like. In my mind, I was I think that's what their goal was. I think they were gonna bring it up and I think they were gonna try to get it out there so they could try to finally get the truth and squash it. So when Dorit and Lisa Renna come back to the table, everyone's there, everyone's eating. And this situation just, it just won't stop because, again, Lisa Vanderpump keeps playing like she's not mad. She's just saying, oh, well, yes, we did speak about it, but unfortunately you didn't do the right thing. It just didn't work out. And it's just almost like this, yeah, I defended you, but you still didn't do the right thing, so, but I didn't say it, and then she started to go into the fact that, you know, Teddy knew about it, and that was because she is friends with Blizzard. Well, now you got Teddy all riled up because, you know, Teddy doesn't want to look like the bad guy, and she doesn't want to be a liar, right? She knows what's going on now. She sees that Lisa Vanderpump's not going to play along with what she what she said to Teddy before they started filming. And Teddy feels stupid now because she feels like a pawn. She fell for it. But Lisa Vanderpump's not going to own up to it. We all know that. She doesn't apologize easily. She's not going to own up to her mistakes. She's She's always like she's always going to be like that. That's just a part of her, her DNA. And it doesn't mean that I don't love her as a, as a cast member, as a, as a, as a personality on the show. But I do think that she, she does play producer on that show. And I think that unfortunately it's slipping through the cracks because she's in an up and down emotional state because of her brother's passing. So but unfortunately, the girls aren't going to let her get away with it. 
because Teddy's now pissed off. Uh, Dorit's upset. And you've got Lisa Renna fired up. And I want to know one thing. There is a clip that came out when this show started filming of Lisa Renna banging her hand on the table saying, Say it. Say it, you guys. Say it. That wasn't included in this dinner scene. I mean... I really would like to know what that context would have been. Like, why was she saying that and who was she saying that to? Say what? Because when Lisa Renna went off at the table at Lisa Vanderpump, she had valid points. She asked her, why aren't you upset about this? Your employee said something that he shouldn't have said. And he should be fired. But you're not even reacting. You don't even have any, like, there's no emotion at all. But you're making her feel bad. And that's where Lisa Vanderpump tries to throw it onto Teddy Mellencamp. And Teddy's not having any of it because now Teddy is feeling like she feels, like I said, she feels like a pawn in all of this. And now Kyle knows too, but Kyle made sure to throw the hot potato out. Because she wasn't going to be the one that was knowing something that and didn't speak on it for, for a long time. So, now we have Teddy's pissed off and then Lisa's playing like she doesn't know what's going on, which she does very well. She's asking her questions like, well, how did Blizzard tell you? And it's just like, it doesn't matter. You know, Teddy's like, it doesn't matter. The point is, the way we found out was at Vanderpump Dogs, not how how I found out before we even started filming when it was still a private matter. So then Teddy's pissed off. She decides to call it a night. She gets up. She apologizes to Dorit for the misunderstanding or whatever. And you know, we leave it at that. And it's just... It just starts to feel like, okay, now we're getting now we're getting to a point where this is getting real. And we're gonna continue to see this unfold now because Teddy is Teddy's pissed off. And I think it's backfiring on Lisa Vanderpump. I think she really thought that this was gonna somehow create tension amongst the other ladies because of their past relationships with each other. And I think she also thought that she was gonna be able to feed off of that in the background and be a victim throughout the whole process. That's exactly how I think she thought this was going to go. And it's not. And it isn't going that way because she's not directing her issues at Dorit. Because remember, now their kids are connecting. And And she already figured Lisa Vanderpump out at Vanderpump Dogs when she tried to bring up the dog, but then John Sessa just went ahead and did it, and then Lisa Vanderpump walked away and was like, no, 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 no. Because again, she doesn't have fault in anything. She doesn't do anything wrong. So Teddy Mellencamp leaves. She says, fuck this, I'm out of here. I say, well, bye, bitch. See you later. Not dealing with these lies. Because it's like, it's, it probably pissed her off. Like, really? You're going to, like, now we're on camera and now you're playing stupid. Like, you didn't have conversations with me way before to fill me in on certain things. You wanted me to know certain information. And now she's playing, playing dumb. And she's done this before. So, 
It's no shocker. And I really love that Denise Richards kind of inserted herself when she could. But at the end of the day, it's like she doesn't like I loved when she was just like, I don't know what the fuck these bitches are fighting about. I have no idea what these bitches are even fighting about. I, I don't even know. But, you know, the cool thing is that she she did vocalize a couple things about like, yeah, like, why didn't. Why didn't she just like. Call her and say, like, oh, the dog is like biting me. Or is biting my my kids or my husband and like this isn't working out, you know. But they didn't. Uh, you know, I, I just think that it's 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 really interesting that like they also like had moments where they separated the girls and they like they had these separate moments where like you know Dorit had a lot to process because obviously she wants to keep her friendship with Lisa Vanderpump. Like most of those ladies do. Plus, Lisa Vanderpump is really good friends with PK first. So it's like, of course, Dorit doesn't want to like create a problem with her and Lisa because then it'll create a problem with her and PK. So ultimately here, Dorit is embarrassed. She looks like a terrible person because it makes it look like she mistreated a, a dog. Um... And Lisa Vanderpump adamantly says that she defended her and she just wants it to be done with. She doesn't want to keep talking about it. But that's always been her strategy. And now we have these ladies fired up and, you know, that's that. And now we're we're getting to the point where we're going to see exactly where this confrontation between Kyle, Lisa, and Ken is going to is going to bring us because I, like I said before, I don't think this confrontation is going to take place because of the dog necessarily. I think it's going to be about something else. I think it it is going to ultimately be something that makes Kyle courageous enough to stand up to her and go confront her on it, whatever that is. But as of right now, we have an issue, and the issue is, is Teddy going to go after Lisa Vanderpump? Is she going to stand up to her? Is she going to call her out? Is she going to bring anything to the table when it's regarding this Dorit and, and the dog situation? Is she going to stand firm? I think she is. Um, and I really think that she's going to honestly come hard. And I think she's going to be like she norm like her personality is she's an A-type. Like we saw how she was about people being late. She's an accountability coach. She's going to She's going to hold the right person accountable. I do believe that. So, all right, guys. That's my recap for episode two and three. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that brings you guys up to speed a little bit and it starts to help you unravel the storylines a little bit. And I can't wait for the next episode. It looks juicy. It looks like we're going to get a little bit more into the confrontation between Teddy and Lisa Vanderpump. So, I will speak to you guys next time, and thanks for listening. You are listening to Giorgio Armani Podcast.